Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for being patient with us while we figure out some audio issues on our end. Uh, but welcome back. This is episode 13 of Arc 3 of Better Than Heroes. I'm Rachel Weeks, and I play Click, the level 9 Cream Fighter. I'm Andrew Ordle, <laughs> and I play the human bard slash warlock flute whim teaser, a.k.a. the Wind Rider. My name is Jordan Dahl, and I play the Moon Boy, a level 9 Moon Boy. My name is Aaron Urist, and I play Kai Hammerstein, the Artificer. My name is Harlan Kelly. I am a dungeon master of this game, and I play everybody else. <laughs> uh, no uh, announcements today, except for we're getting into a very big fight. Uh, today marks the beginning of a epic battle. Hopefully, we'll all make it to the end. Um, but we're, we're very excited about that. So make sure that if you're a fan of the show, you're tuning in to all the weeks to come to see how this mess turns out. Rachel, I forgot a very important yeah. announcement, which is yeah. that we are off next week. Oh, yeah. uh, we do not have a show next week because That's I am important. I'm having my our wedding uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And so I yeah. cannot DM a game the Mazel. next day. Sorry. Happy wedding to Congrats. Um, we're going to start this fight and then take a two week and then take a week break and then we'll be back. Oof. So and then, we'll, and then we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, Andrew is going to have 10 plans by the time we get back. It's going to be amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll probably die in this session, so not no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> in just a few minutes, we're going to kick off this big fight. We're playing some 5E Spelljammer inspired Dungeons and Dragons. But first, our show is live soundtracked by the wonderful Jason Wardell. Uh, it is live produced by Case Drury of Tiger Moon Productions. And it is brought to you by all of our patrons and subscribers. So a big thank you to everyone who is either a patron or a subscriber. If you'd like to financially support the show, we would love that. It helps us continue to improve and grow. Um, but if not, uh, that is not financially possible for you right now. We completely understand. We ask that you just tell your friends about the show. If you, if you like what we're doing, uh, share it on Twitter or Instagram or at whatever party you're going to. Uh, yeah, that, that helps so much. Uh, and also hit follow. That's another free way to support the show. It's very helpful for us as well. Uh, but first, before we get into the show... We're going to do a recap of last week. Oh, man. <clears throat> Previously on Better Than Heroes, in the caverns of Jadorian, the crew made contact with the Kreen Rebellion to offer their aid in the battle to reclaim their homeland. The rebel guards took the crew to meet their commander, Kathik. He was a former trainer of Kreen warriors who had himself trained Click when she was young. But I lost my place but had now taken up the role of rebel commander. He accepted the crew's offer of help and explained the situation. The Meridian Tract had brought the Arcane to Jadurian, who had constructed a factory where they were desecrating the dead. They were turning the carapaces of dead Kreen into armored psychic juggernauts to be warriors in a coming war against the entity known as the Undying Queen. The Meridian Tract had apparently corrupted the Kreen elders by giving them a strange magical artifact called a Clutch 
of souls, and the council were held up in the capital's main temple. After much deliberation and a tour of some decidedly wacky rebel war machines, the crew hatched a battle plan. They would set the dragon slow death against the arcane facility, while Kai in the, in the Nautiloid and the Kreen rebel forces would attack the Meridian Tract headquarters and their ships. Then, while the main enemy forces were occupied, the crew would attack the temple and overthrow the Kreen Council, freeing the city's people. Then they would turn their attention to the rest of the battle, anticipating that slow death would find a way to make things interesting. Then they went to their rest, with war rising on the horizon. We've done a lot of battles, but we, have we actually done war before? Will Click free her people from being turned into giant monsters? Is war the real giant monster? Will Slow Death betray the crew now, or later, or both? Find out right now on Better Than Heroes. Okay, so uh, the, cr the crew, you find yourself in this rebel base, uh, the scum that they've officially called themselves, uh, these these Kreen that have been booted out of Jadorian because of the state of things there, because they are dissenters inside of this corruption. Um, and it is bustling. It is bustling. It's been established. Uh, you know, they, they've sent out word that the attack is coming, that they are going, that all of these rebels are going to take back Jadorian. And so you can just see kind of the Kreen running all over the place um, and, you know, prepping around your ships. You see the the mangonel, this like uh, trebuchet of mangoes being loaded onto the dinger. Um, there's three now, three large cauldrons of piss they're being loaded onto the dinger. And well, we did it. These young Kreen are so proud of themselves. Like, you wanted, they had one to offer you, and between uh, last session and this session, they've filled two more of these hot boiling cauldrons of they piss. They found the greatest piss in all the land. Yeah, exactly. Take sacrifice the hottest, to go to most war. Dangerous. You, only yeah. you could chip in with some grade A hot piss. <laughs> Sam wants your hot Piss. There's like a Uncle Sam poster of uh, the general pointing, at pointing you. down. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna drink that? <laughs> no, because we need it for the war effort. God, the amount of nope. piss-related merch that we should have—it's so amazing. Um, it's so uh, I keep working on it, and it just doesn't happen. So, um, and then the—you uh, also see like groups of young cream like loading on these. Uh, these like crab traps of crats that are ammunition for the cratapult. Say that, uh, that is also more on... times faster and faster. Absolutely, you're not the boss of me. I'm the DM of this game. Um, cratapult, 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 cratapult. Crab traps of crats. What? The... Oh damn it! The whole okay, and I'm not going to do that. Um, so as you know, as this bustling is happening, as people are going all over the place here and there, um, you all 
you know, and as these weapons are being loaded onto the dinger, you see an overwhelmed goat, the Goliath, uh, the Goliath bosun. You see a kind of like shivering cobble, uh, the kobold navigator. Uh, you see Relic, the gunner, looking kind of insecure, but as more weapons are being out of the ship, but still confident at his place at the ballista sh- the ballista and um you see as well uh gluck the Crean that you click have uh convinced to come with you and and aid you taking back the ship looking confident and kind of like giving directions here and there and you see the three aunties as well the three queen that you rescued from the nautiloid um also just like you know pointing people in directions and getting people loaded on the ship, like taking kind of authority roles here, just as they are comfortable with this Kreen crew that you all have joined forces with. And so uh, I would love to, I'm, I'm giving you like a little bit of extra, uh, what I want to know from everybody is what you want to do right before you leave this place. Um, uh, I have a general outline of your plan, but you can kind of like prep a couple of things before you leave. These can can I uh, rewind the clock just a tiny bit to sure. when Moonboy and I are waking up in the morning and I wake up and I'm back in flute mode. My eyes clear again and my belt buckle is flipped around and I wake up and I yawn and I'm like, oh, I just had the craziest dream. I dreamt I had one of those Gith Yankee space bikes and I was racing around. We were fighting a Gravit. We were fighting a Gravit Slayer and Goliath and wow. rammed it with the ship. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Good thing none of it was canonical. <laughs> yeah, you, was, see, then, you see Flute's face wilt just a tiny bit when you say that. As you just see the image of a Spelljammer motorcycle die in his eyes. Yeah. And we were fighting uh, some unicorn-eating lich with this like yes. gigantic... Uh, oh, that's I remember. No, I remember. So maybe you were talking in your sleep and it influenced my dreams and Chandler from Friends was there, right? Uh, n- an old maybe? friend of mine. Never mind. <laughs> um, cool. Um, uh, the only other thing I was going to do is, uh, is Kai still with us? Did he leave yet? That's up to you. I mean, like the two ships sure are there. Can. Yeah, so he's he's still around, but there is going to be a, have to be a point where Kai splits from the rest of you all if you all are all going on the dinger as he has to pilot the Nautiloid. Uh, how long will it take from where we are now for him to reach the city? Longer than ten minutes? That's a question. See, uh, shout out to Secret GM, uh, Secret DM Ted, who's with us tonight, as we spent a lot of time deciding exactly this question. So. Uh, just to give you a little bit of a strategic answer here, the cream would have given you this answer. So you have this piece of um, information that, you know, it's uh, there is kind of this system of. Uh, wait, I I'm fucking up my own uh, caves and caverns, right? Canyons. Oh, <laughs> canyons. There we go. Yeah, there's a system nice. of canyons all throughout. We got uh, there the surrounding plains of Jadorian, where you know that you all can get up to the cusp of about 600 feet away 
inside of these caverns before you give away your position. Uh, and that's true for both Nautilus, uh, both ships and the dragon as well, which is significant, but the city of Jadorian has been specifically designed to, for this to be a defense mechanism for it, for like, there is this clear plane as it sits on a plateau uh, all around it, where you cannot get closer than 600 feet to it without okay. it being extremely obvious but that the, you were there. The plan was for the dinger to use her under camouflage to get close to the city from super high up, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess, I, sorry, I will tell you why I asked. I was going to give Kai Bardic inspiration, but it only lasts 10 minutes, and I don't want to waste it if he's just going to spend that 10 minutes flying and do the I also ca- have to canyons. fly, we have to, the dinger, or the nautiloid needs to fly to slow death before yeah. we fly to the city. Yeah, okay. so you really you All really right. couldn't I'll cast a buff spell There's at no this point just because you're going to need to do some maneuvering, some coordinating before you sprint toward I, the city. I'll give him a regular we bardic just... cheer-up chat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> regular old. Just, uh, how's it going? Yeah. Um, I'm a bardic, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think I, I think I have a stat block for, you good? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I go. I, I like thought a, we were firing like a <laughs> missile, and slow death was going to the missile. Yeah, it was I'll be uh, boy's magic arrow. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, tagging why? It with why the does flare. the dinger have think, to go I find the dragon? This, I think she's at this thirty point, miles away. She's too far right now. She's she's uh, too far to see the arrow. Yeah. It's a dragon. I mean, dragons. You know, if she's watching for it. This is just what we talked about last time. Yeah, that's what we set up last time. Oh, okay. Well, um, I will yeah, say I will, I will be forgiving about was... I will be forgiving about distances of like things like you know notifying her. It's it is more of this like you know where this periphery is and you can maneuver here and there outside of this periphery because you have all of these local guides between Click and all of these other Kreen. Like mm-hmm. you all can maneuver yourselves around the city, but a, an impenetrable force it seems according to the Kreen is like this uh, open space around the city that is designed to like make it obvious when things are approaching. So, mm-hmm. but you absolutely so, can do more things to like move yourselves around inside of that. But just to be clear, the plan is for the Nautiloid to go to slow death, tell her the plan, then the Nautiloid and slow death will attack from the same direction and there's no need for Moonboy to worry about signaling the dragon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Although we established that she will go where he shoots the arrow, so if mid battle we need her to attack a different target, he can he could fire that arrow to a different target. Okay, that's a good idea. Right. Okay. Um, C- Click is spends the morning sorting out green and trying to so we can pick a drop party of three. Is that correct? With the with the four? I think it was was it four or was it three? I think we have four, four jackets. Total, uh, we have four sets you're of cream jump matrix. And I'm teleporting you in click, so we yeah. still have four. Mm-hmm. But click could take one of those and we could take three. Yeah, mean, somebody can take if, a free ride Misty's, with me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Okay, so four four cream goes go with us into the um, temple, 
I I don't know. We do do we pick specific ones or is it just like you you four of you? Uh, General Kaitha kind of like rolls up to you and he's like, "All right, look, we've got a decent amount of uh, cream that are gonna fight. But we got a decent amount of cream that are gonna stay here at home. You know, stay safe." Um, you all want me to send some land troops up into there to just kind of be applying pressure from another position? Um, you know, I'll send you with four of my best men to do the jump with y'all to send on your ships, but I need to know where you want me to put my 80 troops that are going to go in here. I need to know if you want where you want them split up with on which ship or at the gates. I got to know uh, how to order I think the plan was for as many Korean as can fit to come on board the Nautiloid, and the rest mm-hmm. will take the Sage Towers. Wonderful. All right. Cool. Cool. Right? And they mm-hmm. all attack yeah. the Meridian Tract. And we take yes. we take four with us into the into the temple. So we're just doing a small drop party into the temple. Great. All so right. it'll be yeah. us three plus the four Korean. And Moonboy and those four Korean, I believe, are jumping out of the ship. Hell yes. To meet, and we'll unlock the door and let them in, I believe. One of them All gave right. me a helmet. Well, uh, what if I send, um, the queen you know best? You want to take, uh, you want to take Thacko, Hackshaw, uh, what's the, what's the name of the big-headed guy? I want him. The oh, Ram. My, or... my nephew's kid, Ram? You want to take Ram with you? He's yeah, pretty, he's pretty young. He's a, he's a kid, but if, if you're... if you're, <laughs> He'll go with you. I heard he can <laughs> open any door. Yeah, I want Ram. Sure, all right. We've got all right. Thacko, uh, Hacha, Ram. Got... <laughs> uh, and then you hear a throat clear at the corner of this conversation. You see Gluck sitting there, and he's like, I want to go. Talk me back in here. Uh, I'm here for one reason, and it's to follow you, Click. I'm not here for Jidorian, I'm here for you. And I want to be here for you. So, um... Mm. You're taking... You're taking Thacko, Hackshaw, and Ram? You gotta take me, too. Uh, Click puts her hand on on Gluck's shoulders and and says, "Your, Your people see you as a leader. They follow you. This, we scum. <laughs> there aren't many leaders among us. Catholic trusts you. I trust you. And it's possibly possible you're just needed more elsewhere. Uh, roll persuasion check. Yep. 15. I got an 18. He says, all right. I don't care what kind of leader that you think I am. And I don't, honestly, I don't care about being a leader for these people, which please know I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just being, trying to be more honest about where my uh, strengths lie. And I can tell you, mm-hmm. good idea or bad idea, I want to fight next to you because you're the only thing that has given me hope. Uh, as long as I can remember. 
You can, you can, and I will say, just because you yeah. failed that check, you can say no, but he's not, he's just like not persuaded by sure. your appeal to him. So if yeah. you say no, you're ordering him to not do it. You're saying no, yeah. you're not allowed to come. But right now he's just, he's saying like, my heart lies here and I want to like live or die. I want to go by your All side. All right. Um... As truly just like this is just like a Rachel player decision. Like you do not she'll, yeah, there's no role here at this point. She'll touch her forehead to his forehead and say Wherever your heart wants to be, that's where I want you to be. But no this is this is a dangerous run. It's a small party, there's gonna be a lot of fighting and it's gonna fall on your shoulders. I need you to be ready. I've, I've known that since I left, uh, he's like, I've known that since I've left the cove. I didn't, I, uh, your talk a while back. I know. I'm here for this. I'm not here for me. I, I would rather, I found something I believe in, and I would rather die fighting for that than live running away from it. And you inspired me. die. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, this, right. is, this is some real last hey. two days to retirement shit right here. Dice, tell the story. Dice, tell the story. Like this luck. is not me. All right, Gluck. And, and, and she'll, she'll be like, the warrior decides. And she, yeah. she, as, she'll, as she walks away, she'll turn over her shoulder and say, good luck, Gluck. Good luck. Yeah, that translate that tra- in Korean that translates very poetically. It's like a <laughs> sonnet. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. Sure. Cool. So, um, just for real quick for the records, uh, Thacko, Hackshaw, uh, Ram, <laughs> and Gluck are all the airborne party with mm-hmm. the crew that is on the dinger so this is for ted our secret dm as well as the party as well um so uh general catholic is uh kind of wanders up to you all and he's like great seems like we have that settled uh we're leaving a lot of crew here that it's kind of the um you know things go sour place to recoil and maybe get out of here if we need to um is there any of your crew that maybe wants to Stay here. I was about to ask the same thing. Maybe yeah. Cobble? Certainly Cobble. I thought we agreed that the dinger wasn't going to be... I will sort of look over at the dinger being outfitted with a million <laughs> war machines. <laughs> we agreed that the dinger wasn't going to be directly in harm's way. Oh, you're not dropping down on the... T- I thought you were dropping down on the temple. You are just dropping people from the ship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get these shit. He like he like leans back. He's like, let's get these ships loaded on the other ship then. And and you see like all the like the young queen with their buckets of piss be like, oh okay, here we go. And they like pick up the cauldrons of piss and move them back over to the nautiloid. Sorry, you have to reheat the piss now. There's there's one just who's like has oven mitts on and is like carrying a portable like a fire in a pan. I know he's like I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, no. Underneath Keep all it of it, we need it to be dangerously hot. 
Yeah, that's um, war piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, uh, uh, job just be like, yeah, you hear that's that's my invention. That's war piss. It's not just piss. It's war piss. That's um, right. And uh, cool. Like so yeah, you got, you've got <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The worst song to do at karaoke. Uh, it's too damn long. Um, yeah, and try, try anyway. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at me, Chet. If you want to do War Pigs at karaoke, just don't do it. Just pick another song. It's okay. Um, yeah, same goes for Johnny Cash songs. Don't do them. Don't do Beatles songs. You're not. Yeah. Gonna, you're not the Beatles. Just don't. Unless you're that one person who can sing really fucking well and just like do whatever the hell you want. Not you yeah. can listen to us anyway. Um, Break so, the rules. Uh, break, break the mold. Yeah, you, you've got all those weapons on the Nautiloid now. Um, and uh, But the general is kind of like offered, if there's anyone from your crew you want to leave here, uh, which includes the three aunties and... Um, Tuber, Fluber, and Goober. Yeah, Tuber, Fluber, and Goober, the three uh, fish folk as well. Um, which you do have... You do have three ballista shooters on the Nautiloid, and you now have uh, like a catapult. Uh, the, the, you have the catapult. You have two launchers of things. One is kind of useless, which is the mangonel, mango nell, and the catapult as well. But this kind of like on this upper deck, each one of them need two people to operate all. Like any weapon needs two people to operate it. Um, but you have like up to five weapons on the Nautiloid. Uh, mm. So you can kind of like arm it with NPCs as you want. It can be random green. Uh, it can be, but I, I need you to decide. I need you all to decide what you want to do with your NPCs before we waltz into war. Can I ask Tuber, Fluber, and Goober to kind of be the a personal attache of Kai since he'll have a ship full of green warriors to like help help him out? Oh yes, we would do anything that our God desires. Right. He is the one who made himself. We we are here to serve. Appreciate it. Should we launch ourselves off the ship so our bodies land on other (laughs) entities and then they splat? Only if he tells you to. Yes, put a thumb in that. (laughs) It could come up. Yes. Okay. We are prepared. I, um, is there, should we, should we leave Goat here? She doesn't seem like she wants to. The ship isn't supposed to... Dinger's not even supposed to be fighting. We could maybe use her... But look at her over there. Stacking things forlornly. She doesn't want to go to war. She's never wanted to go to war. We can't ask Cobble to fly into battle alongside a dragon, whether it's (laughs) briefly or not. That's true. She'd turn into a pile of pile of dust at first first sight I imagine and Relic is is so bad he's so bad he's so bad at it if he's so bad with his little vest if things go wrong though the dinger could be attacked and dinger dang, dinger what am I saying uh, Relic Relic and, and Goat would be the only defense the ship would have well, then maybe we, yes, we could leave them here and they can defend the ship if it comes down to it. Or maybe we should just, you know, have them all stay on the ship and make sure they know that if things take a turn for the worse, they should. Leave. They're not warriors. Even, That's what I'm saying. even if, if something goes wrong on the ship, 
what what is is a pacifist and an old navigator to do about it? That's what I'm saying is that if things go poorly, then you should just run. Right? Look at him. Look at Relic over there, just being bad. He's loaded that box four times. <laughs> it's the same yeah. box. Yeah, you see him just like why like this little halfling who like has like this like very sleekly cut hair that he cuts himself like to keep looking like what he thinks looking fresh on uh, throughout all of your journeys. Just like looking around at all like this true army of people like loading things on and off of his ship, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, and he kind of like adjusting his leather vest, and he points here, he points here and there, and is kind of, and you see him just like putting the listers in a crate and out of a crate at at the same time, and just like looking around to see if anyone noticed. And he he looks nervous. You don't have to roll an insight check. It's a liability. Maybe we should gather everyone up and see what they want to do. They deserve. Yeah, to let's choose. just give them the the choice. Cool. Right. Yeah, I want to cut to that scene real quick where, like, the whole crew is on cool. the deck of the dinger as people are, um... Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll like, spell the, like it this, all out. This bustle happens in and around, and, you know, Goliathan's out there, too, and, you know, all of the, the original crew of the dinger is standing around and looking at y'all, and if when you spell it out, Goliathan's like, well, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm driving this ship, so... Good luck. You either, you either got me in the dinger or you don't got either. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. How Very about nice. everyone else? Loves loves to jam. And uh, Relic's like, well, I'm the gunner, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm shooting. Bing, bang. <laughs> it's not the sound it makes, Relic. Yeah, you've never, yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you ever heard that sound? That's only the sound it makes when it right, hits right, no, that's, yeah. that's my catchphrase. You guys like just, you would you, know you, what oh, it no. sounds like when it hits <laughs> something. It's not a catchphrase. <laughs> it's like it, like Moon Boys is Bingo Bango, and mine is Fla- Bing Bango yeah. Flango. Why you didn't? You never wrote it down, did you? He kind of just like looks grumpy. Um, it's uh, we'll work on it. You know what? We'll find you a catchphrase, Redick. Uh Moon Boy and Flute, you both can roll inside checks. Oh, and his um, answer. And Cobble's like, oh, great, we have an option. I am gonna stay here. And she's like, have fun. Uh, don't let the green dragon eat you. I kind of resent you, but I love you more than any other living beings that I know. So goodbye. <laughs> and she kind of like yeah. walks off the ship, the ship in the most direct <laughs> form of uh, affection that she has to give. That's 16. Sweet. <laughs> I got an 16? 18. Uh, great. I got a seven. Um Relic is absolutely pissing his pants and but he truly wants to be here. He is he is so afraid because he knows how shit he is and he's seen you all advance as adventurers in a way that has outpaced him that made him have to look himself in the mirror every night and just admit who he is. Oh my and, god. And wonder yeah, why he that, doesn't get XP points. <laughs> has that been happening? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, he started, if you remember, if you watched from the beginning of the show, he started as someone who was very condescending. He was a hotshot. Yeah. And a hotshot. And he just, like, does not believe in himself anymore. But what Truly. he does believe Aww. in is that he is the gunner of this ship. And that sure. 
even if he so doesn't <laughs> even if he doesn't believe like you all are getting this like you all are like having this moment where you used to think your boss was yelling at you because you sucked and now you just realize that your boss is yelling at you because <laughs> they're insecure yeah. um, and that he's ne- was never our boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing especially with that uh, difference of a role here he absolutely in order for you to get him to not be the one who is shooting this ballista it's gonna continue to add to I am not I can't uh, add up. he's not waiting for you to say don't go he's hoping that you say you should do it cool uh, I'll get I'll step up and I'll give him kind of an awkward uh, clap on the shoulder uh, and I'll be like uh, I I know it's probably not a an easy decision, but I mean, I, I mean, you'll be all the the dinger has if if anything goes wrong. I'll pat him on the back, and I'll give uh, Relic Bardic inspiration. Nice. But you didn't want to. I don't, I don't care about the. I don't care about the time <laughs> limitations. I, I don't care about the time limitations. The song is so stuck in his head, and it means so much to him that for his first attack, he just gets it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Because he's gonna hum it to himself until, as like a coping mechanism, he's like, yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Thanks. Uh, he looks at you and goes, and he looks at your. What's your belt buckle say right now? Flute. He looks at you and goes, thanks, flute. I uh, appreciate. You look cool, he says, like, <laughs> like, like trying. Yeah. Try and um, thanks. I, I walk back. Moonboy sees I do a little fist, self fist pump. Yes. It's nice. So cool. <laughs> uh, and click. Goat looks right at you and goes. Dinger's not going anywhere. I'm not. I ain't going to fight, but. Dinger, it's the uh, closest thing I got to a home. So, uh, no one's gonna fix it like me anyway. So, you need me here. If shit goes wrong, I don't gotta fight. I'm just gonna fix this thing. And I'm gonna get us out of there. So, uh, I'm staying here. Click will do her best to touch her forehead to go its forehead and, and say she won't fly true without you. She does a little jump. It's a it's a scramble. It's clicks tall, yeah. goats taller, right? Like, yeah, yeah. As you jump up, <laughs> as you ch- jump up to like do a headbutt, she catches you and like hugs you in midair, and she's like, "I know, I've been listening." She says, "There's lots of kind of fighting, and uh, fighting I know ain't what I like, but the fighting y'all do, uh, I ain't gonna do it, but doesn't mean I don't like it." All right. I'm sorry that I got so emotional. She says and turns around and like finds some rope to coil. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So you are not taking Cobble, but you are taking all of the other NPCs. Um, 
Yeah. All of the fish folk are going on the Nautiloid, uh, not to arm weapons, but to be at the whim of Kai if Kai needs anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I and Gluck has been spoken for. I need you all to decide what you want to do with the aunties and, and decide how many, if you want to arm the rest of the Nautiloid with Crean or not. I think we're yes, packing the, the Nautiloid with Crane. Crane, yeah. yeah. So I would say there's. You said there's three ballistas, so we do three crane, three and like three gunners, three loaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need um, in order to fully arm all of the weapons on board the Nautiloid. You need no. You need twelve crane, which is wow. you, eighty. Yeah, yeah. Because you got the yeah. you've got the the cauldron of piss droppers. You've got the <laughs> uh. crat. All right, aunties, you're on the piss dropping. <laughs> yeah, you've got the catapult, you've got the mangonel, and then you've got uh, three ballistas. So amazing! All right, great. Can um, can we have the fish folk do a mid fight pee collection run? <laughs> Who has to go? Who has to go? <laughs> We'll find we'll find out mid fight. If you remember to do that, I probably okay. will give it to you. But yeah. um, amazing. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, sorry. Someone said in chat this battle's not going to finish tonight. It's like, dude, this battle's no, yeah, not we, finishing. We knew this is this is. We knew it wasn't. There's nothing oh, yeah. that is going to be. It finished might not even start tonight. Yeah, How about yeah. that chat? Oh. <laughs> you ever dawdled because you're afraid? <laughs> which is which is funny because like the last two hours, Ted and I have just been sprinting with like stat blocks, contingency plans, things to prep, and it's just like no, no, no we knew. Um, oh, okay, yeah. so uh, we'll be riffing um, on these piss cauldrons for another good twenty minutes. A good long while. Okay, uh, okay. so uh, are you asking the aunties not to join the fight? And stay here, or are you packing? Are you are they cream that are on board the Nautiloid? I defer to click. Um, these are the aunties that that, that, I, that ran away. I would rather have them go into town and try and clear people out of the city, if I can ask them to do that. Um, great. Okay, cool. So, uh. And and so you all have X amount of cream on the Nautiloid, mm, a small 80. contingency on well, the dinger, uh, the dinger, and then mm. do, and you want the rest of the cream on ground duty, basically like charging the walls of the inner part of the city, right? Uh, do we have more than can fit on the on the Nautiloid? How many can fit on the Nautiloid? Oh boy! Because uh, we were just gonna to fill, them. like, pack the nautiloid and have them. Yeah, it's like a drop. Have ship. them drop yeah. in the, on the on the um, meridian track okay, ships. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So uh, I will say that um, true or not true, I don't care. Let's just say you can pack them all on there. It means you can't use the sage towers um, because the sage towers are about like hitting walls. Uh, but if you're willing to sacrifice that, which is just kind of like off-screen people attacking the walls, then you can put all of the green on true. there, and you can like divide them up in between. Hey, people, get out of here and attacking. Makes sense. Yeah. Nice I think little that's basket worth it, to but... put all our eggs in. 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't going to put so, eggs in it, why the fuck did I get this basket? Yeah, that's true. It's shaped so, like a chicken. You're, you're cool with um, AD Crean being on the Nautilus. Ugh, terrified by the question, but that was our plan. <laughs> cool, great, great, great. Um, awesome. And uh, so the ant- when you talk to the aunties about that, they're like, oh, yeah, we will... Uh, and, and in the same way that you talked before to Gluck about like, hey, you're a leader. These people trust you. The aunties don't need you to tell that to them to as soon as you and like tell them that they should come on the ship too to do things. They just jump into like, OK, you all are on this team and you all are on this team and they are mm-hmm. the commanders. Uh, and like yeah. the general general Catholic is like on the Nautiloid, too. And he's like, wait, but and he's like talking to them. And they're like, no, 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 no. This group with me, we're gonna get everybody out of the city. This group, and like he's taking instructions from them. So you have this this crew of aunties and General Catholic, like each with their own pod of about twenty cream mm-hmm. that are doing a task. So okay, um, is Chakta the little cricket cream around? Yeah. Oh, he's uh, overseeing the piss heating. Perfect. <laughs> important job. Uh, I'm not going to interrupt him because that's important, mm-hmm. but I am yeah. going to use my murderite nano weave glamour armor to emulate his uh, little cricket body and make, give myself this little uh, black cricket cream suit and like a little cream helmet that uh, looks like his head. So maybe from a distance, I might be a little uh, seem like a cricket cream. He looks at you and goes, oh, well, so first of all, Jason Wardell, did you just pull out a cricket noise? <laughs> uh, just a reminder oh, yeah. that we have Jason Wardell on the keys here who is improvising a soundtrack for this game every single week. It's amazing. It's so cool. That was pretty amazing. It was pretty I thought amazing. thought that noise only happened fast. when I do comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Um, he looks at you and he's like, are you wearing a costume that looks like me? Because it makes you feel brave? Well, I, I thought it would maybe help me be sneaky in the dark. And, and brave. And yeah, smart. That's also it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. roll, roll a deception check. <laughs> oh, come on, dice. I'm going to throw you in the garbagio. <laughs> uh, 16. Cool, I got a six. Uh, you could have inspiration on your next stealth check uh, because he is so impressed that you, his believing in you allows you to believe in yourself. So, <laughs> I'll take um, it. Anything I can get. Make sure you get. write that down, that next time you you do a stealth check, you can have an advantage. I wrote it's it, yeah, I wrote a little. provided by the boy wonder who makes silly inventions. Um, and he's like... He looks at you and kind of bows and is like, thank you for saving my home. You truly are heroes. Thank you for all the hot piss. (laughs) Look into the camera. (laughs) We're better than heroes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't call us heroes. What does that even mean? I I don't. (laughs) What's better than a hero? (laughs) Never mind. Thrash boys. Huh? That's good. That could be While we still have the crew together, Kai's going to... I guess we should have should have done this while we were all meeting. Let's say we did. Kai has a 
handful of necklaces that he's going to give everyone that look like small shields. Ooh. You can pass them on. You can see they all have writing on them in a language oh. you probably don't understand. <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Condescending, so, but cool. I hope I hope <laughs> these keep you safe. What do they do? Thank you. Give one to everyone. So do I. Can't do anything. Yeah. Just don't, they don't do anything. <laughs> They're trinkets. Does this does it have a spell? Are you trying to slip Can they do death? something? Are you trying to slip death ward past me, Aaron? What, what's I'm happening? Not. <laughs> we have we have. Oh, somebody should probably wear that. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have a death ward. We have a death ward necklace. God damn it! Put it on. <laughs> uh, you did cl- this quick, right? Oh, wait, wait, she wait, loves wait, a bobble. Are, are truly, truly, are the necklaces symbology, or do they? The necklaces are mundane. They are okay, symbolic, wonderful. but they the shield looks a lot like Kai's shield, but they have writing upon them. Does this trigger? Does this trigger a, a shield spell? No, I just thought they were nice that everyone could have it. Oh. Yeah, no, they are. They are. I like them. They are. And I wrote nice. it. Yeah. Never mind. No, I can everyone get point zero five added to their AC. <laughs> um, uh, so, so with that, you see the ships are loaded, and uh, all of the Korean have kind of like piled onto the onto the Nautiloid to the point where like they are hanging off the edges, you know, like each with a Gitka in hand, and um, damn. Uh, does anyone want to do anything else? As uh, they're kind of like all looking at General Kathak and apparently the two aunties who are on board, like very firmly commit. There's two different layers that they are commanding. One is the ballista shooting layer, and the other is like the Meganel Cratapult layer that is like armed with weapons that they are each commanding. And they are holding their crews here, and Kathak is kind of generally the general is generally commanding the crew. Uh, but does anyone want to do anything else before we take off here? Uh, Kai's going Click to is, take a... Go ahead. Go, I think Click is visibly nervous and sort of does not is not interested in the amount of leadership that she has in this. But she she turns to the general trying to be trying to be brave and says, "General, expect to see you soon. Be careful." And just kind of runs <laughs> off to the digger. He says, may I be successful or may I be an ancestor? Uh, like, each with pride. Um, and he looks around and he says, may we all have the bravery of Click Block to Daw. And he kind of like yells that around to the crew. And uh, this ship, like with Crean hanging off of it, just are <laughs> like, Lock to Daw! And it's just like a chant that happens throughout the the ship here as they're all kind of like looking at you after you just spoke to the captain here. And he goes, Either there will be a generation of Kreen who remember you, or there will be no more Kreen to remember you. And he nods, like meaning that with full respect. And kind Depressed. of like boards, yeah, boards back on the ship. Oh boy. Ah. <laughs> Yikes. And I'll uh, uh, suggest to Kai over the rocky talkie uh, just a thought that jumped into my head to 
maybe fly the Nautiloid behind Slow Death on his approach, so maybe the Nautiloid won't be spotted till the last moment. Good idea. Uh, Moonboy is going to creep down into the hold of the dinger, and he is going to go up to, um... What's his name? Malazor, who we didn't ask Malazor. if he wanted to participate yeah, or not. I, I specifically, uh, I specifically be, left him out of the crew because... He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. If um, you walk if you walk into the uh, little arboretum that, uh, you know, like the little greenhouse mm-hmm. that is in, inside of the uh-huh. dinger now, and you walk into... Malazor has all uh, of the dwarves, these, like, incapacitated dwarves, mm-hmm. um inside of pots so just the upper half <laughs> is showing oh. and they're all attached to like a trellis um uh, but they also seem like they terrifying. have like small tubes of water like dripping into their mouths and like uh, uh like different heaters that seem to be rotating great and he, These he, guys he look seems to be taking very so. good ca- care of them yeah he looks great, at these. <laughs> we're gonna have to make a terrible terrible decision with these doors <laughs> just uh What's happening? Are, um, are we in a city? He says. Well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it, it looks like it's going to be war, Malzor. Yeah. Makes sense. So, you know what to do if uh, if the ship is taken. Just uh, lie speak. prone on the floor. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, get out. Get, take the seeds and get out. Take the seeds and get out. I've rigged this place. It'll blow. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Roll. In my heart, right, just in that moment, I was like, roll a friendship check. And like, like, that, that, like, that came out of my brain before, like, it came out to me. Uh, Man, so, I'd be making so many friendship us? checks in real life. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think I want you to roll a straight-up d20 roll, and I want you to add uh, a friendship. wisdom. I want you to add your wisdom to this. Okay. Because... That's a 16. is not a character who you can connect with on a charismatic level. I think this sure. is like some good, good friends speaking right. the same language to each other. And with a 16, um, Aaron, I've only been rolling the dice you got me tonight and I have not rolled above a 10. So, That's <laughs> um, money you've ever spent, Aaron. Good dice. <laughs> uh, he looks at you and goes, if um, the wind blows the wrong way, I will leave with the seats. You make I a break for it, man. I didn't survive with the ghost inside me for centuries to not do right by the people that I like. You understand? Okay. I do understand. Good. And if you get if you get out of here, if you know the spores hit the fan, as it were, I'll find you again, and I'll find the seeds again if I'm alive. He looks at you and he gets uncomfortably close to your face. He gets like right nose to nose with you and he goes, Follow the wind, moon boy. Because at the end of the wind, I will be there. 
Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I'm going to go back uh, upstairs. You do, you're doing a great job down here. And uh, you actually, he, as he walks out, the moon boy uh, kind of taps on the wall, and you see that there are indeed some runes here for Conjure Bonfire. Uh, Let's go. Let's as go. A as a delayed action. And uh, I think he has to be aware of it, but at a certain point, I think he uh, he can't he can nuke this room if necessary and hope that Malzor's not in it. Uh, cool. All right, I will both Whoa. let you break that. That that's not something that fits in the rules, and I will absolutely <laughs> give it to you one hundred percent. But you just just know that you will have to decide. Can I get? Can I give think... Malzor the the activation word? No. Okay. That is that is your that is your uh, your trade off here is that okay. you have, if if this is relevant at some point you will have to decide not Malzor okay but he's but he's right remember it, um even if you and gave so it to him. It, does anyone want to do what anything else before Malzor <laughs> uh, Kai's going to take a uh, quick sad moment to be sad that nobody gave a shit about the little pendants that he made that had an actual <laughs> poem on them. <laughs> and he's going to go attune to the helm of the Nautiloid and try to figure out how to fight with it. Sorry that not all of my NPCs ha can just comprehend every language like you can. <laughs> okay. No, Blue was definitely hoping that it was a magic. He got very mm -hmm. excited because well, Kai has given him so many goodies and he was kind of I just did, I himself. didn't run any magic items by the DM. If I had, obviously they'd be matched. <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me, what language are they in? Uh, they are in. Have it written down. Hang on. They're written in arcane. Oops. Mm, okay. I don't think. Does anyone speak arcane? Uh, arcane. Yeah. No. I didn't even know that was a language. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, then no one can common. read the language that is on these pendants that he gave them. And uh, if, if no one wants to do anything else, we are going to cut to break here with these ships taking off full of green. You know, the, the two ships. Um, and you, you, know, you just kind of wait. Let me pause before I do this little cinematic. Does anyone want to do anything else? Uh, yeah, I had one last thing it would require maybe a little bit of a retcon does click have any attunement slots available i don't think so i have it's the githka the chatcha and the omnipathy engine right okay. i have to be attuned to the weapons right yep yeah um could we say the and this Gifka would be a retcon i get it if you say no can we say that I gave General Kathak the keening horn of the Gondling Da, and if we take the city, that uh, he can blow it? Ooh. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only because That's I love cool. that magic item, and he goes, if you give that to him, he looks at it, and I just want to see if he knows what it is. Uh, don't worry. Uh, I did not roll above a 10. I'll I'll, I'll, I would explain. I'll be like, it's a very powerful horn. Green don't have lips. <laughs> you can just lock your mandibles around it. You're and they've you got lungs, right? Yes. <laughs> Listen yeah. to that bad boy. 
Just jam it in your mouth a little deeper. Give it to one of the fish folk. <laughs> don't, don't give it to one of them. No. He, no, he looks at you and he goes, I do not know what this is, but I understand the meaning. So um, if we see victory, I will find, and he looks down in the horn, he goes, I will find some way to blow this horn. Oh, farting it. <laughs> you just see him like nod and like shovel beans into his mouth. <laughs> and it's on it's on loan uh, as long as he knows that. Totally fine. All right, cool. All right, um, so we're gonna kind of like cut to break here as um, the this literal army of Cream pours out of the caverns that are the side of the wall of the. This, ca- this like larger cavern that is the plains of Jadorian, um, as they, all these cream pile onto the two ships, uh, uh, and you know are hanging before, off the sides. Yeah, yeah. Go just for it. before we uh, we cut to break here, the Moon Boy walks up behind Kai, who's having the sad moment, and watching all of the crane filing into the ships, and he is holding the little necklace, and he says to Kai. On a hunch, what does it say? Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, uh, it's just a little sonnet I wrote for the people. I thought it might provide some protection. I guess I should have made it actually provide protection. Yes, well, sometimes a sonnet is just as good. Remember Gangam style. You wrote that, yes. and it, everybody went crazy for it. It had real staying power. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it protected us for weeks. Survived on that song, Kai. <laughs> Provided advantage to wisdom saving throws, just, you know. All of Korea. Could you, te- could you tell me what it says? It says, The weirds of love above are as below. So wayward flies the lofty vessel's arch. We fortunate by bend of friendship's bow, a constellation of our lights in dark. Ask then who named it so, this high-flown road, by which we walk our our weary way in line. These stones were laid by we and we alone, through lunar strands, the passing path of time. How happy we should share these days alike, our journeys bound alike again in pain. Should suddenly the wrath of heaven strike, my dear, I know I'd spend my time the same. It's, it's very nice. I had the rocky talkie on that whole time. I hope that's okay. If I had tear ducts, <laughs> I swear. Flute, Flute is definitely crying under his big crane head uh, Yeah, mask. he definitely, he definitely about one stanza into that turned the Rocky Talkie on so the others who hold Rocky Talkies could hear it. You can hear it click like softly and quickly clicking in, in the, in the, over the Rocky Talkie, just. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that's crying. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, th- th- this is red and like, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a little uh, narrative control here. And uh, as well, like Kai, you didn't know that the loudspeaker system that you have and like you're attuned to the helm at this point. Um, <laughs> and 
so when you say this to Moon Boy, who's like up by the helm next to you before you all take off, uh, it just like is read out to all of the Kreen on the ship as well. And they're all kind of like looking around and nodding. And then after this, uh, you know, it just like pans through through all of them, like armed on here uh, and like holding onto the different parts of the ship and nodding and looking at the Kreen who are uh, staying back behind and in the mouths of the different caverns who are staying back to be safe. And this uh, sonnet is read to all of them. And with that, you just hear, once it's done, you just hear a kind of like this cicada hum um, as all of the Kreen who are aboard all these ships are singing out, but uh, kind of like without language, without uh, words to it, is more of just this call, um, this click, this. Uh, you know, drone that is all of them making a battle cry that is both of battle and is of home as they are lifted up as this squid-like nautiloid rises up in the air full of them and this golden tinger rises even higher above it. Um, And there's just like the slightest of... Uh, fireworks that kind of cracks from Moonboy, who is on the dinger, back now on the dinger as well, that you just see a little green, a very big green head actually, peek over one of the cavern layers as slow death is ready to go as well, and you all form into position. Is she crying a little bit from the poem? Is she crying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just checking. There's some glisten, you know, like as her head comes up, and you can't tell if it's just like sweat or spit or what, but... Yeah, it's crying. You want to believe. Yeah, you want to believe. Um, and uh, <laughs> we'll pick up the start of this uh, Battle of Jadorian after the break here as we take a quick drink and pee break where we drink, pee, and we'll be back in just five minutes here to start this five fight off. So Woo! see you soon. Right. Oh, boy. Hello! You're listening to Better Than Heroes, a live play Spelljammer-influenced 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. We stream new episodes every Monday at 7pm Pacific Time. This podcast is the audio pulled straight from those live streams. Come join us live sometime! You can get more info about watching or supporting the show at betterthanheroes.com. Okay, bye. See you soon. Hi, hello. Um, so, the scene that we find our team at are these two ships, one overridden with green, hanging off the front and, and back bows, and um, front, the bow and the port. Anyway, I, I'm never going to get nautical terms right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stern bow. They're Stern bow. Different stuff in yeah. uh, Spelljammer. So, um, there's two, there's two bass, um, and you all are moving throughout the caverns of this plane, canyons of this plane, Jesus, uh, and I want to know what your approach is with the information that, like, like, with, if you get within 600 feet, there's this plane all around the city where you're, there are guards, there are watches, you're going to be spotted. Um, I know that you want to send the dinger up and over, and I and you have the 
the fireworks, the dragon is kind of like, Slow Death is moving around these canyons as well, readying herself for the attack, and she's ready to go and attack the city kind of from any direction that you direct her to. And this is the time when it's kind of, we're like kicking into Kai is piloting the Nautiloid. Uh, Moon Boy is giving out commands to direct the dragon a location. And anybody else, a flute or a click, can give information to Goliathan on how to approach here. But I want to so know how you're approaching. Has, have I already made contact with Slow Death and told her the deal? Yeah, she's coming. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so I'm gonna, the Nautiloid's gonna ride in behind Slow Death. And, and I think the, the I think the Dinger enters third and much, much higher. Like, there's a slower approach after hopefully more of the attention is on the dragon and the Nautiloid. Yeah, much below. So, but but I think that's an important Hi. point for me, at least. So like, yeah, 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 much, much above. Yeah, sorry. Is that you're kind of the approach is we're sending these two forward and then the dinger is once the attention is drawn to these two, the dinger is floating above and trying to mm. get itself above mm-hmm. to be able to drop in front of the tent, uh, the temple. Right. Or but no, not drop in front of the temple, but be it's like an airborne assault. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. OK, From 500 feet up. OK, cool. So, wonderful. Um, so, okay, cool. Uh, the go time, then, of this, if I'm understanding correctly, is the dragon slow death. This huge adult green dragon pulls herself up and flaps herself up into the air out of one of the canyons that surround the city of Judori and that is up on this platform and just starts flying as fast as it can toward the city and following behind her uh, in an attempt to gotcha the city is this nautiloid floating behind her Um, and remind me are you all approaching from the direction where the temple would be closest to you the factory would be closest to you or um you know, those are kind of like the opposite directions. It's the northwest mm-hmm. or the southeast. Right. And in the middle is where a lot of the, you know, the, in the city square or where is where a lot of the ships are docked. So, the uh, northwest, right? No, the dinger's coming from the northwest. Ah. Mm-hmm. The dragon yeah. and the nautiloid will approach from the southeast on the factory side. Wonderful. Okay, cool. Um, so let's, uh, Jordan, if you could go ro- and uh, roll a, well, I know. Let me let me uh, pull back here. The dragon is not moving stealthily. The dragon is just full on assault toward the factory, right? Um, mm-hmm. Great. So Ted, if you, our secret GM here, is kind of c- keeping track of the distance. If you could move the dragon forward at a sprint distance toward the city, this is we're on now. Um, the, the dragon is just. Whoom, whoom, through the air and uh Aaron I would love to have Kai roll a stealth check to see if he can effectively maneuver the nautiloid behind the dragon in a way that does not bring attention to it but keeps focus on the nautiloid got it Am I rolling with uh, my stats or is there like special nautiloid yes. yeah, stealth yeah, yeah. stats yeah. No, 
you can roll with your dexterity abilities because you are piloting the ship here. Okay, that's 18. Um, all right, cool. All right, so uh, we you are rolling against the wall guards here, the people who are just on and every day on the lookout for any attacks against them, and they you can see immediately, just even from where your ship is, there is a couple of horns blown, and you see a scrambling along the walls, but um, what? They, but they, and you can tell as well uh, because of the amount of scrambling that is happening on the walls right now that the the ship is spotted too. That it's very hard to hide a nautiloid behind a dragon. Um, sure. So the dragon even like splits off a little bit as, as she know as slow death notices too, and you all are both just. Breakneck speed um, as fast as the spelljammer can go and the, yeah. and the dragon go. Noticing the that, I think I'm just trying to. I understand that we are made. We're not going to sneak up on them, but I'm going to try to keep uh, the dragon between the Korean guns and the Nautiloid. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You. That is not a role that you need to do, just maneuver behind the dragon itself. Um, so. With that, you see flying through the air uh, these large discs which um, fly Saucers. out from the walls themselves as these long-range shots immediately as seeing something unidentified siege toward the ta- uh, these city walls, they're going to shoot first. Social people! The... Uh, We've done some real spell jammer type shit, but this takes the cake for sure. We're jamming. We're jamming hard right now. Dragon and Nautiloid attack mm-hmm. Bug City. Green base. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and so all of these shots are going to be shot at the dragon as well, because you are kind of like making sure your ship is behind the dragon. So the first thing that they see, in which you know the general noted that like the queen know that this dragon is here and living around it. So you see just like three huge blades and um, actually you, you, you see six huge blades. You see all like just like from all along these different walls and you can see them flying through the air because you're at such a long distance <laughs> that you see all of these huge like blades just flying through the air and you can see them coming and coming and coming and they're whoom, one lands on the ground whoom, one lands on the lands on the ground and then you just see them as slow death is dodging them one of them sinks into her and one of them sinks into her and then she tries to dodge because see she's dripping a little bit of blood and like wavers for just a second and the third one out of the six hits her and she takes 50 points of damage holy moly these big blades like uh she just kind of take these takes these hits pretty um uh, like cockily, she's like not worried about it, so she's not paying too much attention until she gets that that second one into her. She's taking these hits for the ship. In fact, um, kind of like st- and as you were maneuvering, she's staying in front of it. And when the third one hits, she's like, "Ooh!" You see her wince and kind of like turn her head back, and like blood flies back on the nautiloid itself. Um, Dragon and, blood, catch it. That's worth yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see all the, you see all the cream just like staring at this huge thing in front of them. They thought it was an enemy, but it, instead it just like sprays them with blood, and they're all just sure. like, ah! oh, yeah. they love it. It's like yes, a Gallagher show. Car washed. Yeah. What if she gets Dragon just? Blood? What if she gets killed like immediately by the That would actually be pretty dope. That would be so problem helpful. Solve <laughs> one problem. Yeah. Look. Um, so. uh 
the Nautiloid has acted in this turn. The walls have acted in this turn. Uh, now it's time for the Dinger. What is the Dinger's approach here? As high as, above? It, as it goes. I mean, we could go higher than 500 feet, click, and I could just dimension door when we fall within 500 feet of the temple. It doesn't <laughs> have to be as low as 500 feet. Are these, these suits are fine to drop above 500 feet? These green fly suits? As long as they're falling for less than a minute. It's a long <laughs> way. I will say it's a long way. So. Okay. Um, um, how high up do we know? Do, do we know roughly? Do we know roughly the range of it? Like how far I mean, away they hit the dragon? I will say I wasn't factoring Can the I... physics of uh, like, like falling and parachuting when I mm. made this item. So it would be a silly gotcha if it was like actually it takes five minutes to get to the ground when you no. are a paratrooper. No, no, no. <laughs> you yeah, you absolutely get like the minute a minute is a, is. Uh, Ten rounds, hundreds of, of feet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so can I tell uh, how you... far away the dragon was when she got shot? Yes, uh, she is between six hundred and five hundred feet away. So you know the range of these is at least six hundred feet. Okay. I could fly um, up a thousand feet, fall five hundred, and then I'll teleport us inside. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking rad. Big yikes. That is the most Andrew uh, Orbital shit I've ever heard in this game. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's my strength check to whether we stay at connected. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus. we dimension door, we only fall the remaining, like, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We're like 800 feet? We could we could we could try a thousand. Okay. Falling five hundred feet is a <laughs> long way to two hundred feet. I mean, we're gonna be a pancake either. Yeah, either, either way. way. Goat, who's holding a rope on the sail here, goes. I need one of y'all to decide here, uh, as like the ship is like hurtling up in the air. Five hundred like, feet. Like, Drop like, Dragon buds playing. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we sure. Five hundred. Just is rely it? on the camouflage. Okay. Um, I could, wonderful. I could give. I could. I could bless the captain if you think it would help. Probably. You have visual yeah. sight what on him. Uh, I'm not there. Yeah. Um, we do have the Rocky Talkies though, so we could. Yeah. Uh, trans. If you have to have vision on bless, you can't do it. But um, if you is only right. verbal. Um, so if it says one creature, you can see. So uh, 500 feet, right? Thumbs up from Rachel, Andrew, and Jordan. If that yes. is it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the the ship goes up in the air and is uh, with this the skin of a murderoid lashed to the bottom that Kai has Hell fashioned yeah. this camouflage bunker on the bottom of it. Um, I'm gonna have Andrew here, who is just the the person who rolls for <laughs> ship stats. I'm gonna have you roll a stealth check Wait. with advantage. Um, and if our Maybe. secret GM Ted. If you could roll a perception check for the walls here, that would be great. I'm um, looking at. Uh, also, on the way, uh, as we're flying over, I uh, would. Uh, oh, what do I add to my self check? Um, ooh, there the is. There murderoid. Are there are dinger stats. Uh, oh, yeah, I should have here. them. Um, and he gets advantage from the plus two tricks, right? Yeah, plus two. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, advantage. Okay. Uh, then I got a 21. 
Um, and yeah, on, as the ship is flying, I think uh, Click and I would certainly strategize about where we want to teleport into this temple. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, ideally, like, a, 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 if she knows it's like a quiet place or like a any kind of like side room type operation. Um, yeah. That's, Have that's I been in? I mean, I've been in there. Would I? Would I know that, Harlan? Uh, yes. In fact, I will uh, send you a map of what you know about the temple. But um, that's that's just like general information that you have. So okay, I will I will message that to you in a second. Um, with uh, that, on the, Discord. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that, the. I'm gonna give it to you in a second, but the dinger does not get seen as it seems like no, none of the wall weapons point themselves toward it. They stay focused on the, what they think is a mind flayer ship and a dragon just hurtling toward their walls here. Um, and so- This is according to plan. Yeah, so- uh, <laughs> Oh God. This is working. Oh, you, you all move. You all move 120 feet closer to these walls here, as as these the ship and the dragon is just hurtling forward here. And um, not a lord. Are you just uh, Kai? Are you just keeping going, dashing for those walls? We're, are you still hiding behind the dragon? What's the move? We're trying to move as quickly as possible behind the dragon, all the way to our destination. Great. Um, <laughs> We're cruising so, at uh, yeah. altitude of about 30,000 <laughs> feet. Boom, boom, we're explosions about, uh, going on. We're about 600, 500 feet away from Scree! the walls. Scream! <laughs> <laughs> Crats uh, in a cage nearby. Uh, the weather in Jadorian is about uh, 98 <laughs> degrees. It's beautiful, and uh, the piss is boiling hot. <laughs> <laughs> um... Cool. So, because the the ship is still staying behind the dragon here, you see another six blades. Um, as you know, you all are just hurtling forward. It it makes sense that they've had time to reload here, and you see just the sky fill of uh, a cloud of these six different gigantic saw blades just fly through the air and only one of them smacks into the dragon this time as uh. you see slow death is ready she's like looking at them looking through the air and she just very adeptly whoom, 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 through them and then just one of them hits her on her side and she she takes damage as blood just like spurts off of uh, the blade slashing down her side but it is significantly less than the initial attack here um, so, Dinger, are you still just full scale moving forward, trying to stay stealthy, yeah, trying to stay stealthy. out of the way? Yeah. All right, uh, mm -hmm. roll uh, a stealth check with advantage. And now that uh, we're kind of in the shit, you hear Flute's belt buckle uh, ping around <laughs> as his eye ping. turns uh, black, and uh, he looks at uh, Click and Moonboy, and he's like, All right, are you ready? Yes. Never been more. We, uh, we've got this, and I'll grab you both and give you both bardic inspiration. Yeah. And, uh, what am I rolling? Uh, adding two or three? Two. Uh, for the check for the dinger <sighs> stuff. I got a 12. All right, cool. So, yeah. As you float above, you see. Um, not in this round because they've all fired at the dragon, but you just see some 
the, these like cream running along the wall here. Um, as you can tell at this point that the, these weapons seem to be manned by Kreen themselves, um, kind of like pointing and adjusting and moving this, themselves here We see, here the, we see this? Yeah, you, uh, the people on the dinger themselves see oh, okay. it. You can see people okay. reacting. You can see, the, as you're watching very closely for like, are we being seen or not? And you see, um, you see the weapons seem to, at this point, adjust to you. Can I uh, get on the rocky talkie and yell yep. down to Goliath and, uh, Hire, Captain! Hire! We've been spotted! Sure, absolutely. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, great. So it is going to, you're going to have to move instead of sprinting forward, you're going to have to move up and so sacrifice a little bit of movement so you will be a little bit behind the the dragon and the nautiloid but you are still moving yourselves up so that feels okay. good if that feels good we're you're cool mm-hmm. there um, i know you love trigonometry <laughs> i know i know <laughs> that like truly that is the closest i am getting to doing trigonometry is you don't get <laughs> to move a little forward slower yeah because <laughs> you have to move up D yeah. is yeah. literally the only real world application for of math for me <laughs> it's yeah. true it's true it's, a trig- it's the only reason i'm doing that yeah Ted with a PhD in math just said it's not true in my ear. Also, just so you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, but absolutely. The, the dinger just like whoosh up in the air at this and uh, like pulling yourself higher, hopefully out of the range of these large blade shooters. Um, with that, it, we're coming back here to the Nautiloid and the dragon. The dragon is just, unless she's called off of this, she is, has her eyes fixed on one thing and it is destroying that factory, which is what you've, told her to start with um so she's just barreling forward is there anything uh the nautiloid wants to do different or you just want to uh, go for we're gonna keep going forward you can see on board the nautiloid on deck it's like it's like the that scene from the beginning of saving private ryan where they're all in the boat about to land on d-day it's like that but decorated yeah. by martha stewart <laughs> and like everybody's got tea and there are biscuits and refreshments <laughs> everywhere. It's all these gnarly cream warriors preparing to die. Nobody's touching best, their tea cakes. Best no, they are. Best no, and the fish folk are refreshing beverages. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Jabba's, Jabba's cruiser moment for. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. As we hurtle our way towards someone's death. Uh, awesome, great. So there, yeah, you just see this Try all these it. blades flying uh, towards you again, again another like six blades that are like seem to be launched all throughout the wall, and it's a good sign here because uh, all six are coming toward you and the dragon again, and not toward the dinger, which means that you seem to have moved outside of their range um, effectively. Whoa. So, uh, uh, Secret DM Ted here is going to tell me how many of these blades hit. Oh, no. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> Terrifying. Okay, I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, I don't Thanks. know if I'm more afraid of the dragon dying or her not dying. Yeah. So, um,. With this, you see um, a seventh shot inside of the these six blades, um, and as especially you, the folks on the dinger, you all see um, before there was just like these kind of like standard wall mounts. It makes sense to you about uh, 
you know, every, you know, a hundred feet almost along the wall, there are these large ballistas that shoot these large blades and you see three Kreen at each one of them just firing off these, launching these large blades in the distance. But um, you on the dinger as well see this one that was not manned before, this sort of bow and arrow shaped launcher uh, get manned by uh, Kreen and this large glowing bolt be armed as well and all seven of these shots come forward and the blades fly past you in, the, in slow death just very adeptly whoom, 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 out of the way except for as she's doing this now three of the large blades slam into the dinger and smash into the hole and the dinger the takes the nautiloid or the dinger the I mean, I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah they, they smash into the nautiloid sorry uh, I'm not used to you all having two ships yet um, so it smashes into the nautiloid, and the nautiloid takes fifty points of damage. Um, and if have I given you the, the HP total uh, yet, have, Aaron? If not, you have not. It is four hundred points of okay. Um, nautiloid damage. versus Tarasque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that, we are going to break the threshold of an incident here. So I am going to um, roll for it, and I got a natural 20, which is good for you, which means that you do not take an incident on this chart. Oh. Um, and so, uh, but uh, as the dragon dodges all of these, you see that new sh- uh, ballista bolt shooter that is a part of things now. Um, she dodges all six, and she's kind of like looks back at you and is smirking a little bit, and you, you see this glowing bolt smash into her side, and when it does that, there's a blue against her this like surge of arcane energy and it just wraps her body up for a second and she takes 60 points of damage as you see her dip to the ground and just this it is a a visible burst of blood and uh you on the nautiloid like all the cream kind of like point to this wound that doesn't seem to heal and doesn't seem to uh it, it is cavernous it is bigger than it seems like the arcane energy that was inside of this bolt uh, was specifically designed to slay a dragon, which wow. makes sense for this uh, city that is living next to a dragon's lair to have, but it is significantly wounds her, and she kind of just like dips to the side for a second, and she'll actually use her movement to pull behind the ship. So she's asking, she's kind of like by physical presence uh, asking the Nautiloid to go first, as she seems very wounded at this point. Do we see that on the dinger? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll point Um, it and be like, we gotta remember that that exists. And uh, (laughs) uh, with that, I would love everyone, every person who is on a ship to roll a perception check. Perception. (laughs) 17. These dice. 11. 10. 21. Click. What'd you get? 17. Okay. Moon Boy, you were the only one who notices this. As you are not paying as much attention to this dragon that just got this huge bolt smashed into it, you're staying focused on the city, um, kind of like sitting at the front of the dinger here. With cobbles gone, you are the de facto navigator, and -hmm. you see cresting the edge of the city walls two 
moth wings that you would recognize as a elven ship rise oh. up. And then you see something that you do not recognize, which are these small brown fins of a crustacean, a long crustacean-looking ship that also rises in the air. Whoa. So there is this crawdad-looking ship that rises in the air, and there is the mo- recognizable mothwing ship that rises in the air, and they both seem to be coming up and starting to move toward your ships. Uh, the digger? I... No, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, just moving. Well, actually, let's say because the dinger got spotted, we're going to have the... We're going to have just the crustacean ship move toward the dinger, and the elven ship is moving toward the nautiloid and the dragon. How far away? Oh, so there's just, there's one mothwing ship? Yeah. Yeah, there's, right now there's just one mothwing ship, yeah. Okay, Um, sorry. How far away from the walls now is the nautiloid? uh, The nautiloid is three rounds, which is uh, 360 feet, so that's minus... Uh, I got to do some math real quick. It's 240 feet from the walls, and the dinger is uh, 360 feet from the walls of the ship. That was my brain just like breaking in that moment. (laughs) We both have a full turn to get to the walls. Okay. One full turn to get to the walls? Mm, More than that, you can move 120 feet in a turn. Oh, 120. I'm sorry. Three turns. Yeah, we got so many turns. Ah. Okay. Um, okay, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. You all yeah. see this. It is it is the dinger's turn. It is the dinger's turn right now. I forgot that I had to go. Uh, um, I love that uh, slow death is having a f- quick death. Um, yeah. This is... <laughs> yeah. Ironic. Uh, mm. Yeah, we're we're still going up and uh, in that direction. Great, Adam. Um, no, if, if like no, if you're not diverting from the plan at all, we can just keep on rolling here. So, um, if you all are pushing forward, it's now going to uh, come back to the Nautiloid and Slow Death here. Slow Death, although she is behind the Nautiloid at this uh, point, is still pushing forward with you all. Um, so, unless the Nautiloid is doing anything different, she's just going to keep on sprinting forward. Nautiloid's going to keep going. Can I make it go any faster? I don't know how um, these things work. Uh, Kai, uh, a thing we I, I wanted to establish is that you only know things about how the Nautiloid works as you do them. Sure. Um, and if when as Kai is like worrying about this, thinking about this, strategizing this, you realize that you can always uh, delve deeper into what the Nautiloid is able to do. I'm not saying that is going to make you move faster, but you can feel the edges, you know, like you have you have the comfortable edges of being a lot of being attuned to this Spelljammer Helm that is a Mind Flayer Spelljammer Helm. And if you want to push past that, at any time you can take that action of, I want to delve deeper in what the Nautiloid can do. But uh, that is up to you on whether or not you want to do it or not. It is I mean, intentionally vague. That sounds horrible, but also this seems like a good time to know what the Nautiloid can do. Because we're doing a war. So I'm going to do it. Cool. Roll a d6. d6? I don't, I don't roll those. Two. Um... You know that the uh, as you like are trying to like push your mind into the different 
uh, parts of the Nautiloid and figure out what it can and can't do, um, maybe hoping that it can push you faster and faster. You uh, look at the tentacles that are just kind of like writhing up front and you're trying to do math about whether or not if you, the air resistance will work to pull them in or not. And I'm gonna go ahead, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and give you the stat block for the, what the tentacles can do. As you know, at least that they can do this damage um, is the, oh, I, I even sent you the wrong one. Here you go, here's, this is the better one. Ignore the first one that I sent you. Um, as you know that the, you feel this like writhing power of the tentacles and you're like, oh boy, I can't make this thing go faster, but I sure as hell can do a lot of damage with the tentacles once they meet something that, need, that needs to be done there. So you can't go faster, right. but you can, you have the tentacles as weapons and you also get four of those attacks, just so you know, because you have four tentacles at your disposal. Right. Um, so that is uh, going to bring up Slow Death, who's just going to push forward as well. And after that, uh, we're going to bring up the wall weapons and the ships here. So um, the they are going to take six more shots at you as the blades come flying at you, um, both at the Nautiloid. <laughs> you okay. <laughs> Can I cast a spell? No. Um, sorry. No. Harlot's getting satellite news from like a hurricane. Yeah. yeah sorry. You look um, like a newscaster uh, who just got told about 9 11. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, because, of the, the, because of the complicated nature of this fight, I am having uh, Ted roll dice for me. He's one of my oldest friends. I trust him deeply. Um, mm. You can't cast spells because you are tuned to the spell jammer helm, so you can't cast spells while you're doing that. Um, but. Uh, the blades um, kind of like in this maneuvering and now with the nautiloid at uh, out front uh, all of them they don't even seem to react to the dinger's presence none of them aim themselves at the dinger and they all shoot at the nautiloid which they again think is a mind flayer ship and uh, with Kai kind of like delving throughout the ship here and uh, the, the dragon moving behind you three blades just slam into the front of the ship here Oof. and the nautiloid takes 106 points of damage as what? I'm sorry 138 Boy. points of damage Boy. as there were three crits rolled on six attacks no and, and so like it's just like it's like bullseye 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 down in the front there um and on top on top of that damage I want uh Aaron and I want you to roll a d20 real quick. Oh, no. 18. Uh, and as these three blades smash into there, you just see a wave of cream just, like, get sliced in half and fly. Oh. Their body parts, like, fly off of the side of his ship um, as some of them that are holding onto the edge just, like, take this damage as well. Oh. Um, so there are now less cream on the ship as this these blades <laughs> smash into there. Um, and with that, as, like... the chocolate fountain... Yeah, in, in <laughs> uh, Kai, oh no. although you although the you don't take any porch. damage. Oh my god! Although you don't the take grand, any damage, the grand solarium. Although you don't take any damage, you feel these blades like slash into your chest, and um, uh, there's kind of just like this. You see this waver amongst the 
nautiloid for a second. And with that, as you kind of pull yourself back on course, you just see this elven ship careening toward you at the same speed Good that God. you are careening toward these walls. And uh, you see, and you see just like ropes flying toward you as it seems to be launching um, some sort of ropes to try and lash onto you. Uh, while those rope checks are happening to see if they hit or not against the AC of the Nautiloid, uh, Andrew, could you roll in a intelligence saving throw for Goliathan um, as the other ship jets toward him and you just, everyone who is on the dinger feels this pulse off of it. Um, and he needs to make an intelligence saving throw. I will have what What's his, his modifier. Uh, is. modifier? Yeah, give me just a second. I will have it for you. It is a plus one. <sighs> Poor Goliath. I thought he was smarter. He got a 12. All right, cool. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, do we have, uh, Secret DM Ted, do we have rope attacks for these? Can I try Elven? to block some of those with my tentacles? Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, roll grab them and start swinging yeah, yeah. that. Fucker around. Roll a d24 times and tell me if you get above a 15. If you get above a 15, that is how many you block as reactions here. That's one above a 15. Two above a 15. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, the the tentacles just like reach up as your newfound attunement to these as weapons just block two of the ropes and two of them smash into the side of the ship and latch on as the ship approaches you. Um, and so it seems to be uh, as the as you these two ships, ships just like hurtle toward each other, there seems to be an attachment between the two of them. And even as they kind of ve- each veer to the side, there are ropes attaching both of them, um, which can be dislodged. You know, they're just ropes um, on the end of they're just bolts. ropes. But no big deal. <laughs> Uh, with this blue burst that comes off of the crawdad-shaped ship that is moving up toward the dinger, uh, you feel the wave go over you, and most of the people on there have been attacked by mind flares. Like you understand what the, like a psionic attack happens, and so you kind of like brace yourself, but nothing happens. And you look around for a second, and you're like, none of you need to roll throws. Like it doesn't seem to affect any of your minds at all, and. But you see the ship dip just a little bit and um, kind of like start to aim itself down toward the base itself. What do you do? Oh I mean, gosh. we assume something's <laughs> wrong with the captain, right? Is that something yeah, we yeah, do? Yeah, the rocky talkie like, Captain, Captain! There is no answer, and you see the front of the ship just bend down and you all realize that the ship is falling at an extremely rapid rate as it drops a hundred uh, feet on the uh, turn itself. Click, you can spell jam, right? Uh, without waiting for a response, I will grab click and I will dimension door into the helm room uh, below deck. Cool, yeah, you, without, you know, talking at all, you just step forward, grab click, and boom, and you are inside of the, uh, the spell chamber room, and you see Goliathan laying on the ground, unconscious, his hat just, like, skewed oh across gosh. the ground, uh, just totally blank, and, uh, click, you, you see click. 
Dingham Nidris. Yeah. This sentient helm, this big glowing white helm looks at you and goes, please click. I'm falling. Mm. I'm gonna need your help, big guy. They separated Uh, me from him. I do not get the life and I, I I cannot hold myself up. Talk, talk to click. Uh, Yeah, I'll wake up the captain. Yeah, she's gonna, she's trying to snap a dingham nidoris out of it and gets in the chair and tries to connect to the dinger. I need your help, man. Let's go. We gotta fly. There's people on board. So as click, you walk up these huge stone stairs of dingham nidoris, this, uh, this incredibly powerful magical item that Goliathan has been very wary about any of you all touching as soon as you uh, sit down inside of the seat of it, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, while that's happening, can I cast healing word on Goliathan on the floor? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wisdom save? 16? It's fucked up that that's exactly what you needed. Go on! This whole situation is fucked up. It's so bad. You, uh, um, so, flute, you see, uh, you like see the scene. You you drop click in here with a spell. You see what's happening. You hear Dehom Nidoris like lamenting that he's separated here. You know exactly what's happening. You've been on a spell jammer that's fallen before, and um, you rush over to the cap and you cast healing word on him, and you just see him kind of like sputter and come back to consciousness, but he looks weak and enfeebled, um, and. You don't, I'm not going to make you roll for this, but you know that he's not going to be able to attune to the Spelljammer Helm for at least an hour. Um, oh my god. Oh, and, uh, but you, You're in combat now. Kind of like, as you get this information, as you look down at him, you turn and look at Click, and her eyes are beaming white. Um, just like lighting up the room. And her Whoa. and Dingham Nidris's face in the helm behind her moves simultaneously, and you see Dingham Nidris go, Now we are jamming. And uh, yeah. you feel you feel the ship like it was starting to fall, and instead it like clicks back into place. Um, Click. with like yeah, I didn't even uh. mean to do that. With like a level form of gravity. And that is where we're gonna end tonight's session with Click flying the dinner for the first time. We need more. Why did I read that stupid poem? No, it's perfect. This is perfect. (laughs) This is definitely the end end of part one to be continued. Yeah, this fight is going to. So cool. We haven't gotten to the war yet. What a moment. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, so sorry to chat for starting this fight and then uh, taking a a break, but um, we are just a reminder we are not going to be here next week. But it's a a good time to tell your friends about the show, get them caught up. (laughs) We don't have recaps that touch on everything, so tell them what they need to uh, join in this fight. Just in time for us to actually die. (laughs) If you die. Easy one. Come yeah. check out the finale. And I as we song. mentioned, we have a, a Patreon if you want to check that out. We've got all different tiers. You can play D&D with us. Uh, I'm going to be playing my game on stream this Wednesday. It's called Duster yeah. with Aaron, Jordan, Rachel, yeah. our pal yeah. Will Potorf. They're going to be yeah. in a motorcycle gang. It's going to be sweet. This Hell Wednesday, yeah. 8 God. p.m. Oh. So pumped. Uh, can we host it here, Harlan? 
100 percent i'm gonna right. be literally on my like little tiny honeymoon that we're doing watching you dm this game <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah. your mini moon um yeah mini moon yeah yeah so i can't um, wait absolutely we will host it here right here um join me in the chat heckling andrew about having giving his whole crew motorcycles just because <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. also this is your last chance to say congratulations to harlan who's getting married this weekend yeah. what do you mean it's their last Better chance late like than he's never like they're gonna no it's coming and then it'll be old news and lame and we'll all be dead <laughs> So it'll be. <laughs> yeah. uh, last it is chance. the character Harlan, congratulations, because yeah. they are going to die. Yeah, that's what happens. I don't understand weddings. <laughs> What's yeah. happening? Well, it seems like Harlan. Crag Hungus, the Goliath battle wedding love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if, if Harlan wins, then maybe they'll be back. Yeah, we'll find out. Next time. Harlan wins win the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Uh, All the best. Our hearts are with you. Thank you. <laughs> and my let's axe. Let's let Let's go. Yeah. We gotta go. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you in two weeks. In we two love weeks. you. Mwah. Mwah. Play again now. Now. Thank you, Jason Wardell. Thank you, Case Trieri. Bye-bye. So good. So good. Listening to this episode of Better Than Heroes. Just wanted to remind you that we live stream a new episode of the show every Monday at 7 p.m. on Twitch. You can find a link to our live stream or watch any of our past episodes by going to betterthanheroes.com. Okay, bye. See you soon. I love you. Stargazer, moon boy, click the crusher, Kai, Himalaya chef. And the wind rider flute whim teaser They're better than heroes